Welcome to the Too Blessed to Be Stressed podcast, hosted by me, Carolina Sopran. I'm a holistic health and nutrition coach, a Pilates instructor with a background in science, and a master's in medical radiations. I'm your stress buster chick, chatting all things stress, helping you, the modern woman, create more balance, calmness, and health in life. I used to be just like you, running on adrenaline, stressed 24-7, and a professional perfectionist in all aspects of life. Over the last couple of months, I have wanted to create a platform for stressed, stuck, and professional women just like you, empowering and nurturing you to live your most balanced life. I have learned and come up with some amazing tools to help bring more zen into your everyday life. Enjoy. Hello, darlings, and welcome to episode 22 of the Too Blessed to Be Stressed podcast. Oh, goodness, it has been a while since I've been on here, but that's because I've been trying to juggle multiple things um, and been using my time in isolation wisely. Um, And hopefully I'll be able to share one of those things with you soon. The product is being mass produced just as we speak, and I should have it out mid-June, late June. So I'm really excited about it and really excited to share it with you guys soon. Um, But let's get into today's topic. It's all about being a workaholic and working way too much because I think as women, there is so much pressure for us to show up in our work life and particularly if you work in a really competitive field or in a field that is male dominated, we feel this constant pressure to perform and I think that in itself is just exhausting. And yes, work is an important part of our identity and our ability to manage our life and sustain our life. But I think it's also just one portion of your life and you need to recognize that. And it took me a really long time to get to that point, but I feel like I'm finally there. That's why I'm doing this episode. And yes, I'm also a recovering workaholic. Yes, I admit it to everyone. Um, At one stage, I was literally working over a hundred hours a fortnight and it was just hectic. I was working in radiotherapy. I was teaching Pilates. I was working on my own business and I was slowly burning myself out. And that burnout in itself is definitely not productive. And I think that's why I'm so passionate about helping women prevent burnout and prevent disease that's associated with chronic stress because stress is a big factor of disease in women. And I'm a great believer in that. So I guess the primary focus um, is that when we are in that state of just focusing on work, we literally miss some beautiful moments, miss out on beautiful relationships and life experiences. And I think before we know it, life just sort of 
passes us by because that's our main focus and your life really should be there to be lived and there are multiple aspects to your life and I also think that once COVID I guess is over to some extent there'll be loads of companies and loads of people that will definitely reassess how they operate how they work and will reassess their work-life balance so Let's start off by, I guess, explaining what a workaholic is. So it's actually a condition where someone needs to be at work and becomes excessive about work and it starts to create disturbances in their personal health, their happiness, um, their relationships and their social functioning. And the psychology around this is actually really interesting. And I only did um, a small amount of psychology in my science degree. But what I came to realize is that a lot of the characteristic of a person who is a workaholic are the characteristics of people that have different addictions. And that's really, really interesting. And I have been there with some of these and I did have a little giggle when I was going through them. But one of the first characteristics is that that particular person has self-esteem issues. So they either have under or overrated views of themselves. And some of these individuals are actually ego driven and they literally go from one goal after another and another. And I'm all for goal setting and goals are so, so important. But you also need to be able to celebrate when you've achieved that goal, because I don't think we all actually celebrate the wins that we have, particularly within our work. Um, these individuals are usually very high energy and they're very driven. And I can definitely relate to this. They seek external referencing um, and validation for doing a good job. They have difficulty relaxing and they actually thrive of having that high adrenaline cortisol feeling. And they usually have endless to-do lists. Um, and they also display an aspect of being obsessive and having an addictive personality. So they are obsessed with the work. That is all they think about. That is all they do. Um, and they think about it while they're out socializing, doing other activities. And like I said, I have to be honest, I've definitely been in that state. But I think you need to try and work with this. So you actually need to reassess it and work with it. And very often workaholics actually prefer work over any other activity. So every spare minute that they have, they spend on work and they really struggle having boundaries. And what that means, whenever you you know, I guess struggle to have any boundaries in any aspect of your life, it means that other areas of your life are suffering. So it could be your health that's suffering. Chronic conditions are actually very prominent in workaholics and your health should be your main priority. So that leads me to the next thing of what are the leading causes of someone to become a workaholic? Well, the first one is motivational. So that individual doesn't particularly enjoy the work that they do 
but they feel they need to work because of internal pressures or external pressures that are put onto them or that they put onto themselves. The second one is a cognitive um, issue. Usually these individuals have persistent thoughts about work, even when they're not working, and they actually struggle to disconnect from home life and work life. Emotional is the other cause. They tend to experience negative thoughts and anxieties when they're not working. And so that's all they tend to do. They just work and work and work. And that keeps that anxiety at bay. And then the last point is behavioral. So they actually tend to work beyond what's expected of them by the employer. And it's really, really easy to get stuck into that cycle. So Being a workaholic is something that can actually change people's behavior and the values that they live by. Yes, work is essential by all means. And like I said earlier, it's an important part of our identity. And obviously, as women, we get really, really attached. But we need to find that middle ground between being a workaholic and actually being hardworking. So there are two different things here. So a hard worker is still emotionally present with their family, with their co-workers, with their friends, and they're able to maintain a balance between work and personal responsibilities. They are also able to take time off, particularly if they have overworked. That is a big one. And they think of work as it is actually required. Whereas workaholics view work as a distance between their feelings and relationships. Um, And hard workers actually keep work in check so they still have time for family and friends, whereas workaholics believe that work is the most important thing and it's more important than everyone else. And one of the biggest things is that hard workers can actually take a break, whereas workaholics really struggle with this. And I know I struggled with this for a very long time and what ends up happening is not only do you burn yourself out but then you create this expectation of yourself that just isn't healthy and hard workers I guess they don't get excited about those impossible targets whereas workaholics do because they literally go from one thing to another So if you are a workaholic now how can you balance and shut off a little bit um I guess one of the first things is boundaries. Boundaries are so important and they are so important in every aspect of your life. Chronic work causes issues in you maintaining those boundaries. So being able to say things like, I won't work past a particular time or I won't work unless I'm in the office are really good ways to try and form some of those boundaries. Sticking to your daily and weekly work schedule um, and if you are working from home, um, hopefully the office that you have has a door so that you can shut that door at the end of the day. And that's your way of disconnecting from being at work and then connecting with your home life. Taking breaks, this is a big one. I never used to do this. And after finishing my master's degree, um, I still wasn't very good at doing it, but I've gotten um, so much better at it now. And my last workplace within radiotherapy was amazing. They had amazing break times. And I think not every 
person is lucky to have, I guess, very long break time. So even if it's 10 minutes in the morning, 10 minutes in the afternoon, and then actually having a proper lunch, it actually gives your brain some time to recharge and focus on your work, but also the tasks that are coming up ahead. Changing your mindset, and I know really struggled with this when I finished my master's. I was working longer hours, not taking my breaks. And let me assure you, by you working longer hours and not taking your breaks, that isn't actually equivalent to having a good work ethic. And I think that was my mentality that if I worked through my breaks, if I worked longer, that was having a good work ethic. But really, having a good work ethic means that you're punctual, that you're doing the best job that you possibly can and that you're treating the people you work with with respect because I think some of that doesn't happen anymore and we forget how to communicate with our co-workers and that is actually a big part of having a great work ethic and working within a team. Stop being consumed by work. And like I said, if you're so consumed by work, you are most likely not looking after the other aspects of your life, whether it's your health or your relationships, and you need balance and your health and your relationships are the most important thing. I mean, you need your health to be able to work and you need those relationships to really thrive. Even if you're an introvert, you still need to have relationships. You still need to know that there are people around you that support you and that will be there for you if something doesn't go right. So I think working on your relationships and your health is really important. Um, Don't bring your work home. And this is so easy for us to do. And I think we've all done it. You start linking your work email to your phone and then you start doing a little bit of work here that you didn't get done during work and you just don't leave work at work. And that's what needs to happen. And try and work at compartmentalizing areas of your life. So being a lot better at putting work where work sits, your personal life and your home life at home and finding that balance. And I think some of us think that some people have a lot of balance, but that isn't necessarily true. Balance is definitely one of those things you need to keep working on. It's not going to happen overnight. You literally need to show up and you need to keep listening to yourself and keep working on creating that balance in your life. And the last thing is being mindful. So trying to get better at switching off. So find it something that you really enjoy doing, whether it's walking, whether it's doing yoga, whether it's just purely doing nothing at all. Find that one thing that you really enjoy and that helps you disconnect from work. I usually like something that really stops me from thinking about work. So if you're learning something new in particular, you're so focused on learning that particular thing that you just forget about work. And that is pure mindfulness right there. So thank you for listening today. I hope you got some helpful tips on today's podcast. And remember, life is for living, not for stressing. You are too blessed to be stressed. Have a beautiful week, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you have loved and enjoyed today's podcast, then please share it with your friends and family. If you have any comments or would like to reach out, you can find me on Instagram at knowingherwellness. 
see you soon for the next episode of Too Blessed to be Stressed. 